Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode 35 of Movie Dumpster. This marks the first day of our trashing through the snow for the month of December, and we're kicking it off with Santa's Sleigh from 2005, directed by David Steinman. I'm Joe Lascola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor. Who the fuck is David Steinman McGraw? We'll get to it. Welcome to the dumpster. What in God's name are you doing? Why, I'm just trying to spread a little yuletide fear. So David Steinman is, I guess he's he's a famous production assistant? Yeah, a Brett Ratner to be specific. Dude, I've got the wiki open for this movie. He doesn't even get a link to another page. No. He's just a block of text. He's like, oh, I, I helped on I helped on Castaway. I got I got somebody a fucking coffee and a donut. Hold on, Brett Ratner produced this movie? Yeah. Oh, God. God. Well, because like Joe was saying, he's he was the assistant to Brett Ratner. Oh wow, you do fail upwards in Hollywood. Yeah, he's just like a PA. But this is the first and last movie he directed and wrote. This is what happens when you cast wrestlers who aren't The Rock as your lead role in a movie. What the fuck is happening with this entire cast? Period. We have some like star-studded. Uh, comedy people in this and they're like throughout the entire fucking film yeah I feel like this was the result of like several incidents of blackmail like how the fuck do you get these people together Besides, like, Fran Drescher, because what the fuck is she doing? She's living off them nanny royalties. She doesn't do anything. Or Chris Kattan, because, like, <laughs> Chris Kattan was, like, what? Two, in 2005, he was over, right? Yeah, a while Chris Kattan appeared. Yeah. <laughs> this movie came out two years after Bill Goldberg's failed WWE run, and which was... Are you, oh, you mean the run where Triple H just fucking, like, steamrolled over him? You mean where, where Triple H beat him with a sledgehammer to the booty? Yeah, good times. <laughs> Here's the thing, like you guys just said, like this was a low point in his career, so I feel like that, you know, he was like, I gotta make a couple extra bucks. Fucking Santa's sleigh, here I come. Well, and like, I wanna know when this movie was actually filmed, because I remember hearing about this probably two years before it came out. I mean, I remember when this dropped, and I watched it, and I was like, this is fucking ridiculous, and then I never watched it again. And then you brought it up the other day, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's right, that's a movie. Sure is. It's Christmas, and Santa Claus is pissed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But he's like the son of the devil or something? They don't really know shit about anything, do they? Because they're like, yeah, it's Norse mythology. Or whatever. Is it? Yeah, but it's not like Sinterklaas, you know what I mean? He's just like, that's Santa Claus, Norse shit. Like, so basically, the IMDb plotline says, Bill Goldberg plays the devil's son who lost a wager with an angel and was forced to spend 1,000 years playing Santa. Yeah, a wager that was that was done over fucking curling. In a fucking curling match. <laughs> I thought he was Satan. Like, I thought he was Lucifer. I guess that he's just Satan Jr. It's very convoluted, but they in the beginning... The, you know, it's talking about how, you know, there was two immaculate conceptions and one was the Antichrist and... For, for a movie this dumb, it has a really uh, convoluted and over-complex lore uh, hanging in the background that decides to pop up every now and then so someone can just, like, puke some exposition at you. Mostly from uh, Dr. Pennyworth. <laughs> 
it's just kind of like it never really goes where it needs to go. It's just kind of like, here's some f-. like it starts off strong as hell. And you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be fucking ridiculous. This movie climaxes in five minutes and then never manages to get back to that height. That's the problem. They fucking blew that load. I feel like this movie was made. Did anybody else feel like this movie was like made for TV? No based like based solely on this opening scene yeah 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 oh my god this opening scene is would probably make for a fantastic short film all right here we go so <laughs> so Fran Dresser and Chris Kattan and James Conn are sitting down to fucking dinner Christmas dinner right and guess what fucking uh, Bill Goldberg comes down the fucking chimney and just fucking destroys everyone yeah uh, and he does it by dropping down to the chimney and then walking through the brick wall where the chimney is <laughs> It, it, the movie opens with this with this shot of Fran Dresser with, like, basically the f- camera's right on her boobs, coming out with this burned-up turkey. Sure is. And uh, James Conn's is her husband, and he's like, uh, I hope it's not as burned as last year. What the fuck is he doing in this movie? Rolling his eyes. Like, it's James Conn. Like, I get Fran Dresser, I get Chris Kattan, but, like... James Conn? Whatever. I couldn't just stop thinking about Buddy in the back of my head. This poor bastard's never gonna find his dad now. Yeah, I, I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, how do they get an SNL alumni, the woman, the star of the nanny, and fucking James Conn in the same room together, even for a one-day shoot? Like you're saying, man, somebody called in favors for this, I feel like. It wasn't even like they had prominent roles, like, they show up to get brutally savaged, like, <laughs> in like 30 seconds apiece. Yeah, they're, they're basically just like this very rich, snobby family... And and the uh, the one daughter of Fran Dresser is doing the grace, and she's like, "Oh, thank God, you didn't make you made us rich, and you didn't make us Samoan." <laughs> that was the weirdest joke of this whole film. It's like, okay, like it is racist, but why and how and what is it doing here? And I don't get it. I don't get it either because it's never elaborated on. Uh, and then at some point, we get to see Chris Kattan stick his hand up Fran Dresser's skirt, and that was an image I never thought I would see in my life sure did he fucking popped that little man in the boat and she fucking goes and fucking shakes the whole goddamn table <laughs> and then james Conn's like i'm gonna cut your fucking eyes out with a fork and he called he called chris Kattan a half a fag <laughs> what <laughs> why i don't know but we're doing that and it's like the joke just that all these actors are jewish and it's they're doing a christmas movie like what is the actual gag in the scene so apparently i was telling you guys before we started recording uh my buddy arlen from phantom zone said he saw an interview with someone from this movie who said this is supposed to be a satire from a jewish perspective on christmas as a whole and i guess the crux of that joke is that most of the actors in the movie actors actors in this movie are predominantly jewish i'm like that's not how satire works you don't just cast a bunch of egyptians into a movie where they're giving you a perspective on i don't know halloween and then have them all get killed without a single instance of clever jokes winks like nods anything i was about to say if you said the 10 commandments that would have been a really bad example but you went somewhere else with it <laughs> So, yeah, we have this deplorable family who's all sitting around kind of just sniping each other. Um, and then Bill Goldberg drops down the fucking chimney and then walks through a goddamn brick wall. <laughs> well, and he kicks. They have this fucking poor Pomeranian. <laughs> he kicks a Pomeranian into a ceiling fan. He sure does. It's fucked up. I mean, the only funny part about that is it cuts to James Conn, like, rolling his eyes every time this dog barks, and then it gets kicked, and he just kind of shrugs. It got a legit laugh out of me. And then, in no particular order, he he spits alcohol on Fran Drescher and then lights her on fire. He roundhouse kicks Chris Kattan into a shelf, presumably killing him. Yeah, it's like the China closet. Yeah, stabs both of James Conn's hands into the table with two turkey forks, um, 
and then sets Fran Drescher on fire, sets her on fire, and then drowns her in eggnog. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's pretty good, actually. <laughs> and he sticks a fucking turkey leg and, like, jams it in James Conn's mouth, and then, like, smacks his head on the table. He's like, I'm gonna make this turkey leg disappear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he uh, throws the uh, star on top of a Christmas tree into some woman's back and kills her, um, and then he quips, I believe, does he not? Oh, he quips, Connor. Does he quip? He sure does. Christmas, Bill Goldberg style. That is that by everyone. That is Goldberg's delivery. <laughs> the entire film, <laughs> everything he says just sounds like he's doing a promo. Man, everything is sounds like he's gonna say, "I'm gonna spear you, dude." Who's next? Maybe I got one more good spear in me. Maybe I got one more good jackhammer left in me. Where's the other angel guy? Yeah, like. Everything he says in this movie is just wrestling talk. Like, and that's not really his fault. He's not an a- okay. He's an actor, but he's not a real actor because wrestlers aren't real actors. Wrestlers are designed to just do like over the top, like super, like dramatic delivery that's supposed to be boisterous and grand and there's no subtlety about it i mean you got dwayne johnson who clearly has made a huge career out of it and batista seems to be like the next guy you know with guardians batista's comedic timing is like it's no one could have predicted it yeah and the only other guy i can even think of is like maybe john cena and austin but you know stone cold he he does a lot of just like schlocky movies and john cena has that comedic timing to be able to do do well yeah austin's content with doing direct-to-dvd movies and he's even said so he's like i'm getting older he's like and these are good paychecks and he's like i like doing them john cena is getting to the point where his body can't take all the wear and tear of wrestling anymore and he's also developed quite a charming comedic personality outside of the ring and he's doing like disarono commercials he also did he was fantastic in a series of sketches called southpaw regional wrestling that's on youtube and it's this two-season story of this lost wrestling promotion from, like, the Midwest from the 80s who uh, are struggling with financial woes, and they do, they try to promote a pay-per-view called Lethal Leap Year, and it ends up being a year where there is no leap year, and they go out of business. (laughs) (laughs) It is such a good fucking show, and John Cena plays a a former uh, New York City uh, reporter who is now relegated to wrestling commentary, and he delivers all of his commentary lines like he is behind a news desk. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> it is it's so good. <laughs> Uh, and Bill, and like uh, onto Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg just had another successful run in WWE as of last year. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. He's the only guy that can beat Brock Lesnar. Apparently, he beat Brock Lesnar, and like he's fifty and can't really put on like a twenty-five minute match, but. They managed to work around it by just having him get in the ring. Connor, when he was 34, he couldn't put on a 25-minute match. Let's be real. <laughs> Granted, but let's but but I don't expect it out of a 50-year-old man either. They managed to work around it by just having him fucking wreck people in like two minutes. Um, and it was great. It was fantastic. And he basically said he didn't want to do it for his son so his son could be old enough to witness him in the ring one more time. And it was awesome. It was fun. Um uh, this movie, I, I kind of wish never happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so so we so we come out of the fucking gate with this amazing scene, and this is fucking hilarious. I was laughing my tits off watching this whole fucking, all these shenanigans take place. And then we hard cut to uh, the town of, of Hell. Did they say it was Hell, Michigan, or is it like Hell something else? Hell Township. Okay, fuck off. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Hell, Michigan is a real place. So yeah, we cut to the the deli, the Jewish guy's deli that we were talking about. It's Christmas Eve, and this fucking old woman is yammering on over the counter about fucking nonsense. What is she talking about? She's talking about like, get, what does she want? She wants like she's talking about President Trump or something. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> 
a, a, a full 11 years before it happens. Keep Christ in Christmas, you fucking Jewish bastards. Make America great again, now make me a hoagie. Basically, I got four fucking dollars for a fucking piece of meat. That's all I want to pay with a senior discount because I'm a fucking old bitch. Somebody in this movie later on is content to pay $2 for a box of gum, which blew my mind. Uh, yeah, well, it's smoking gum. Smoking gum. You're introduced to, like, the main two characters in this film in this scene. They're both these, like, teenagers working in the deli. Uh, Nick and, uh, Mac. Mary Mac. Mary Mac. Fuck these two kids. Hey, Mary Mac, that's Claire from Lost. I hated these people. You know Jody from, uh, 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 Uncle Sam was, like, like, an evil seed and, like, just rotten to the core and potential school shooter. Like, this motherfucker is all the way on the other side of the spectrum of, like, everything about you makes me want to just punch you in the fucking face. Well, he's like Devin Sawa without being a stoner. He's whiny. He's unmotivated. He's apparently kind of just, like, he's, he's not, like, his girlfriend chides in the entire film about not making any moves. Um, he's pretty ungrateful about everything she does for him. Because he's Jeffrey Dahmer, that's why. Yeah, all around mopey the entire film, and then suddenly decides he wants to be an action hero by the last third. And I was like, fuck off, you didn't earn that. Yeah, yeah he's a real fucking asshole, dude. Like, this, this kid's a fucking douche. His name's Nicholas Yule, by the way. You'll love it! This old woman's basically asking about the menu, and she's like, what's a holiday hoagie? And he's basically just explaining what a fucking W- what a Wawa gobbler is. <laughs> With the fucking what mashed potatoes and cranberries. Wow, that is an in, that is an impenetrable joke for anyone who doesn't live on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's explaining it, and then she's like basically telling him to go fuck off because he's not explaining it right because he's saying it has Cheerios and gumdrops on it. So then she's like, just give me some roast beef, and uh, the owner comes out, the fucking poor man's Eugene Levy, <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, how you doing, so and so, and she's like, ah, and he's like, well. Happy holidays, and, you know, she turns around, happy, you motherfucker, say Merry Christmas, and he's like, whoa, okay, oh, uh. She does straight up call him a motherfucker, too. (laughs) She sure does. She says, fuck you, thanks, fuck you. Since when is it not okay to say happy holidays? Is that a thing? This is 2005. Ever since it's been a war on Christmas. It is, it is, it is persistent today, because you have all these, I'm just gonna come out and say it gray-haired old conservatives who think that everyone around them who isn't a white Christian is coming for their fucking holiday. Yeah, but, like, we got fucking songs from the fucking 40s. Happy holidays, happy holidays. Like, what what the fuck is the problem with that? The problem is that's being sung by a very, very white man. Um... (laughs) The problem is empathy. Yeah, they, these people don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, the, the the alleged war on Christmas has been happening for God knows how long. Um, uh, you'll hear about a Starbucks uh, news story every few years about someone said like they wrote Christmas on my cup or uh, holidays. Ah! <laughs> yes, this woman fucks off, um, and then like I think we spend a few like another minute in this in this deli, and then we cut to her like fucking swerving and like whirling all over this like this lonely road in the middle of nowhere and then bill goldberg's just there this bitch is like hitting the bottle and fucking smoking a cigarette listening to christmas tunes just fucking jamming in her goddamn lincoln i thought this part was pretty fucking funny because it's like the stereotypical old lady looking over the wheel like can't see what she's doing (laughs) oh yeah it's like there's a pov shot from outside the front of the vehicle and you're looking in the windshield and like her eyeballs are barely coming above the steering wheel like she's just like and just these two big old hands on top of it like she's just like four foot two Oh my god, with this fucking butt hanging out of her mouth, it killed me. Well, I think that's funny in and of itself, but then you got Goldberg in the Santa Claus regalia with this fucking, like, 
Pope hat, if you want to even call it that. What is he wearing? I think it's like the more traditional Norse attire of Santa Claus. It is a very traditional, and there's a there's a recurring thing in this movie where he takes his hat off and makes sure whether to throw it or place it on like a hook or a coat hanger. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. I don't understand it. Is that the Jewish satire we're talking about? I I, I don't. Oh boy, if that's it, if that's it, if that's the hard hitting satire <laughs> I've been looking for. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> But uh, it should be also noted that uh, Santa in this movie, played by Bill Goldberg, has his sleigh, but it's driven uh, by a single massive bison. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. My other favorite thing about the movie. And then he keeps calling it a hell deer, or like the reindeer, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, is it Blitzen? Is it Rudolph? Like, what are we doing? Apparently this thing fucking ate all of the reindeer, and then, like, it still has Rudolph hanging out of its fucking mouth, because it totally has a red, like, blinking light on the front of its face in some scenes. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. So, like, is, is, was this movie, was this movie made because someone listened to The Night Santa went crazy just once and was like, wow, Wow. Weird Al Yankovic suing him for fucking rights. He fucking should have. <laughs> yeah, he should have. That's a that's a comedy classic right there <laughs> for copyright infringement. Um, so the, really, this scene only exists so we can watch uh, Goldberg drive his sleigh into the back of this woman's car and send her up a snow ramp. I laugh fucking big time on that one. So did I, dude. It was a fucking lol for sure. <laughs> It sends this car flying like 30 feet into the air, it comes crashing down, then just like lights on fire. <laughs> it was so fucking good. Fuck that lady. Justice served. Uh, I mean, most of the people who eat shit in this movie deserve it anyway. But like, I just wish it was just, you know, however long, what is it, 75 minutes? <laughs> however long this fucking movie is. It's, it's not long at all. I looked over and I was like, there's 45 minutes left in this movie? <laughs> yeah, but like, it should have just been this fucking one after another. I don't need any of this other bullshit thrown in there. I just want this. It kind of turns into that at one point, because I feel like as much as this main story kind of drags ass, you'll just randomly have these scenes where just like Santa Claus will just show up and start killing people. I guess the director even was like, ah, eh, this is getting a little boring. We need Santa to show up for a few minutes. Yeah. And it's like they overcompensate because every time he shows up, it's it's really just one person. He gets like four to five um, in admittedly pretty creative and, and loony ways. Yeah, no, I agree. Like at, at some point, he electrocutes someone with a stripper pole and I'll let you uh, do the math in your head as to how that works until we get to that moment. It's so good. Well, it makes a whole lot more sense than fucking uh, Body with Jake. <laughs> body by Jake with that goddamn mistake kill. Whatever the hell happened there. I... S- Still don't know what he did to that kid. I, now all I want is a killer Body by Jake Santa movie. Body by Santa. He just goes, ho, 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 the whole time. <laughs> I'd watch the fuck out of that. And at some point, he just like, it's like once in the movie, he just goes up and he's like, Mrs. Claus is mean to me. And then stabs somebody. And that's like all the lore you ever get. She fed me too much, stab. Yeah, so Gil- uh, Goldberg uh, kills this old woman. Uh, and then we cut back to the unlikable teens and Jewish deli man. This is very nice Jewish deli man. Man. Yeah, he's very nice. Uh, they are setting up a menorah and all kinds of other stuff. This, this sweet little Jewish man comes out. He's like, you know what? You're, you guys are fucking great. You guys are the best co- you know workers I ever had in the, in the deli. And he's like, Merry Christmas. And he gives the girl a snow globe. Mac, Mary, Ma- Miss Mary Mac, the fucking snow globe from wherever, uh, Wisconsin or some shit. Missouri, I think. He's like, look at me. See, it's like a fucking rolling hill in there. Uh, what does he give Nicholas? A clock. Oh, that's right. That tells the time throughout the world. That won't be plot relevant. No. Right? I was like, oh, that's a piece of garbage. I even have it in my notes. Garbage gifts. 
Oh my god, it was plot relevant. I didn't even think about that. It sure was, but in the fucking stupidest way possible. So yeah, Nick and uh, Mac leave, and I don't know, Mac says something like, you'll never ever get me, Nicholas, and I'm like, no, he won't, because <laughs> he doesn't seem... I. I don't think he wants a girlfriend. No, you know what? This guy doesn't want a girlfriend so bad that he plays that fucking index thumb fucking gag where you make the circle and you make people look at it and then you punch them. Yeah, remember high school? Yeah, we're doing that in this movie. They go back out, they go out to her truck and she's like, I'll give you a ride home. And she's like putting like lipstick on and putting like Altoids in her mouth and he's like just moping into the car like do do do. He's like, it's minty in here. What's going on? Yeah, man. She's ready to fuck. Yeah, she's she's ready to jump his bones the entire time. Um, and he's he's got no idea the entire film. And then when she gives him stuff, like she shows him affection or gives him presents, he's like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. Um, and he, I don't remember how the fuck we get to the next sequence. <laughs> oh man, they're driving in the fucking car, and guess what? They're blasting. Okay. Some fucking Christmas rap music. Oh my. God. The music in this movie needed at some point to settle the fuck down. Uh, and then I realized that this movie's soundtrack is predominantly by one guy in his shitty band. It's fucking awful. I'm totally throwing a clip in here because goddamn, <laughs> that is some bad shit. Jim Diamond's Pop Monsoon is the band and it was written by the It's Yeah, Jim Diamond is the same guy. He's got one, two, three, uh, four, five. Six, <laughs> six songs in this movie. Who wrote Pussy Town? Because that was great. That is direct. That is performed by Machine Gun Felicio. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. Yes, sir. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. No, it's good. <laughs> this is the point where we meet the previously mentioned Dr. Pennyworth. Mm. This is where I meet this movie's version of Hankstrom. I'll be the least crazy tonight on Christmas, like my stogie. You see, Santa's actually a demon, and we had a curling match a long time ago, and I won. But you don't know it's actually me until, like, the last... Well, basically, you kind of know based on the way they do this. In the fucking animation, Santa's fighting Doc Brown. It's some Rankin and Bass-ass fucking animation. Yeah, and I kind of enjoy it. I'm like, that's a nice little touch that you didn't have to do, but I appreciate it. Too bad it sucks. <laughs> but yeah, it's like Adult Swim quality is basically what it is. Like, it's something that was supposed to be done on, like, a $2 budget. Nicholas comes home, and he's you, you see that he's got to, like, unlock, like, three different locks with the keys hunt, hit under rocks on the porch and then behind fucking cuckoo clocks and shit. And he goes in, and it's like the goddamn, uh, it's like Laurie Strode's house in the fucking Halloween from 2018. It's got the fucking, the terror basement and everything. It is very much like the Batcave. The justification for all this is because uh, Santa Claus is going to come back eventually? Yeah, basically, like, I think the, how this works is that he has to do 1,000 years of do, of being, you know... The Santa Claus we all know every day, every year on Christmas. And then he has a rematch of curling. Yeah, and then after a thousand years, the deal is up when he gets to go back to murdering everybody, but he has to also have a rematch with the angel who beat him the first time. Well, I don't think he has to. I think just at, at some point, that angel is just like, yeah, maybe I can try to fix this by by fighting him again in the same fashion. By having another Winter Olympics match. Yeah. Marty, we're going back! Yeah, they convey the, the backstory of this movie in a, in many weird ways. Like, they have this plot down coming up, but there's also, like, in the intro uh, opening credits, there's, like, a storybook that just shows in pictures, like, the history of Santa Claus through the years of him looking pissed that he's got to, like, hand gifts out to kids and shit. 
and then uh, there's this whole lore dump that uh, Nicholas's grandpa kind of gives him. It's it's pretty dumb and it's overcomplicated and it, it keeps popping up during the movie and it gets more complicated as it pops up. And it's got this fucking book that grandpa has yeah. that Nicholas calls the Necromonicon. Oh my god, the Necromonicon? And I'm like, Sh- you shut your fucking dirty mouth, you scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel it. I could feel it in my chest as he said that. I'm like... Joe's gonna crawl off the screen and kill that kid. Oh, yeah, I did. I fucking audibly said fuck you to the screen because I, I was like, come on, dude. There's no fucking eye in it, for Christ's sake. Meanwhile, Grandpa's down here. He's got fucking weapons on the tail that he's been building out of nutcrackers. What the fuck? This goes nowhere because it's like, is Grandpa crazy fucking Doc Brown making inventions and shit? But not really? Yeah. I, he, fuck, he fucks with this nutcracker and it, for some reason it's like a walnut, like, Good bullet or some bullshit in it. It shoots flaming chestnuts out of it for whatever reason. Back to my back tip comparison. He looks like a holiday-themed Alfred making a bunch of weapons for a holiday Batman. He looks really comfy, too. Well, that's why I said he looks like Pennyworth in the fucking pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you about Christmas. Walks over and plays a fucking xylophone real fast. He's like, I had to get that out of my system. This is what keeps Santa at bay. Man, if people don't keep up with our show, all of this stuff is going to be so confusing. Who's Pennyworth? What's a hagstrom? <laughs> We're a very continuity-based show. We have our own lore. Uh, so Grandpa's nuts, uh, and I think the impression I get is that most of the town thinks he's just a local kook who uh, is too paranoid. Uh, he kind of comes off like one of those people who has a bomb shelter. Yeah, and uh, so he pulls... So he... he, he uh, Nick is like, Grandpa, why are you so fucking crazy? Why do you hate Christmas? Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, uh, all right, I guess I'll show you. Come on to the basement. So, or come on to, come up to my room. So he, like, rolls this fucking safe out of, like, some kind of, like, hidden fucking, uh, uh, crank uh, mechanism. It looks like a goddamn Resident Evil fucking uh, puzzle. And it, like, pops out of the fucking ground. And he, like, you know, he he opens the safe and he's got, like, uh, this book in it. And and it's a shame because, like, the outside of this book looks like shit and the pages are done really well. And that's a shame because, like, the outside's, like, metal and it's, like, silver, red, and green. And it looks, like, brand new. So anyway, he's like, oh... Here's the fucking story of Santa Claus, and this is why we don't celebrate it. Yeah, and like like we were saying, they they have a curling match to decide if Santa Claus is going to get punished with you know being good for a thousand years or not. Well, and the, the curling match is set up like like San, Satan or Santa, what the fuck you want to call him that time, uh, opens a like a fishing an ice fishing hole to hell basically. Pretty much, it's like a little circle in the ice where just like there's fucking fire and shit coming out of it, and they have a curling match. But it's so. St- Stupid with it with this this hellhole uh, as as the goal I suppose I don't know how curling works. Well, the whole the whole stipulation was oh whoever can get the closest to the hole without falling in wins. So so Santa Claus in his like uh, you know trying to be tough goes first and gets it like right up to the edge, but then. The angel that looks exactly like the fucking grandpa, so I guess that's him at the end of the movie, but, well, we're not supposed to know that yet. Spoiler. Pushes it into the hole and beats Santa by, you know, basically going second. Because he doesn't know he's an angel or whatever. This this all sounds like a shitty Constantine comic. Yeah... I don't know. The, the the crux of this movie is on a fucking bet on a curling match. Like, that's fucking stupid. 
<laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, it's it's stupid. It's stupid for even this movie. Like, and this movie's aggressively dumb at times. Yeah, but like, it didn't have to be that stupid. Like, you didn't even have to explain that shit. Just be like, yep, Santa went fucking nuts. He's killing people. I don't know. Like, all all the stuff that goes into this movie is just from a story perspective is really confusing because it it's playing off like the antichrist and and angels and uh like biblical stuff but then it's pulling from like folklore and because santa claus himself is not a he's not a biblical creation he's a fucking he's a he's a legend he's a, it's based off saint nick and then it's it grew from there into you know a folk tale um this is tying it into like god and the devil and it's just so strange i don't know i don't need it i don't fucking need it either because like it's i don't know just Silent Night, Deadly Night. Santa's crazy. Ah! Exactly. He's not even the real Santa, and it's fucking better. So yeah, he's reading this fucking thing in in uh, Norwegian, and the kid's like, "Why don't you just read it in English, Grandpa?" And he fucking turns to him and he's like, "What? What? You haven't been brushing up on your Norse or whatever?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, for Christ's sake!" And then the fucking doorbell rings. And it's Miss Mary Mack, and she's all dressed in black. And she's got a wolverine pie. Yep. Yeah, uh, horrifying uh, wolverine pie. Uh, Grandpa opens the tinfoil, looks at it, and there's already flies on this thing, and he's like, oh, it looks delicious. I'll put it in the fridge. Okay, so it's, like, heavily implied that her dad's, like, a crazy hunter guy. Yeah. I mean, there is there is some decent payoff to that that I kind of enjoyed. It is funny, but, like, it's so ludicrous. Like, this guy's obviously just like game hunter. He's not like he doesn't hunt for like to eat it because this fucking plate is just like an explosion of meat that still has like hair on it and like organs. It doesn't even look cooked. No, it's not cooked at all. It looks like he took. He's like, here, we can't use these. Put it in a plate and give it to your boyfriend's grandpa. I wouldn't be surprised if he made it for dinner and she just took it over to get rid of it. It's possible. Thanks, Dad. Looks delicious. At some point while this is all happening, there's like a quick scene that's just kind of peppered in there for no reason of Santa just getting mugged. Yeah, Bill Goldberg's like standing at like a Salvation Army uh, donation thing ringing the bell for whatever reason and um, dude comes up he's like hey Santa wanna give me all your fucking change that's in that pot you got there and he's like nope and he fucking grabs him and like breaks his arm and then smashes him against a fucking wall and then shoves a candy cane in his face and then he takes like another minute to die like he's like i'm like there's a candy cane your fucking forehead you're dead man yeah there's a quick throwaway line from nick when he's talking to mac and he's like he's like oh you know i don't celebrate christmas because uh santa claus never brought me a castle gray skull or or optimus prime he always brought me an easy bake oven yeah um and he opened he opens his present and it's a gun and he's like you got me a gun she's like if there's more than meets the eye and then it's a fucking transformer but um i've never seen a transformer that its base form is a literal fucking pistol (laughs) megatron was a pistol but that's not megatron and he wanted an optimus what the fuck are we doing? Just fucking make it a car. Wait, is it cop? Like, why didn't you give him, like, a fucking uh, GoBot or some shit? Because you needed to have that joke with the gun. I, I don't know. It was very... It just pissed me off. Even that was probably too expensive. They probably couldn't even get mask. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> was that, like, a gag? Because, like, her dad's into guns, and he's like, you got me a gun? What are you fucking retarded, he says. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Long story short, this is just where you find out that Nicholas is a fucking edgelord, and that's all you gotta really know about the guy pretty much he sucks so we go to the we go to like uh this like farmhouse fucking uh church oh, church yeah oh my god Th- this church looks like it's the size of a fucking outhouse like 
It is fucking tiny, and I'm convinced the building on the inside is different from the building they shot on the outside. And then fucking Doug McKenzie himself, Dave Thomas, is up there spitting to the fucking people, and he's like, Everybody, it's Christmas time. I don't want to see any change in that bucket. I want to see dollar bills, 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 bills. In the donation bin. Uh, This is a good gag. This is another, like, this is a good part of the movie. Like, if you cut everything out before this... Besides the opening, you'd be golden. This scene is fucking gold, okay? Literally, it's Goldberg. He, and then he goes to strip club, does he not? Because that's he has to, he has to survive that massacre. Yeah, literally right after this. Now all the money has like marks on it, like like you know how sometimes people like write like oh this bill's been to fucking Wyoming or whatever or yeah you know, yeah uh, pass this on chain letter shit or whatever. They make note of that because. Right after the service, he, like, heads over to the fucking strip club, and he's... It's, like, right next door, too. Like, he walks out of the church and just, like, does a U-turn and goes right into the strip club. What would Christmas be without a bunch of titties? Because he's just fucking throwing bills like crazy at these women. Um, And then Bill Goldberg pulls up in his fucking sleigh with his bison. Oh, my God. And hands the fucking reins to the valet. And then the bouncer tries to mess with him, so he murders the bouncer with, like, a, a fucking wreath that he strangles him with. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get this kill. Yeah, because that thing would have just, like, I, I feel like if you put any pressure on that thing, it just would come apart. And this thing is like a garrote wire. He just fucking chokes <laughs> his ass to with this thing. He kicks this fucking door down, and he's like, oh, Merry Christmas. I'm Goldberg. And he fucking walks in. <laughs> this joint <laughs> and this song is playing this pussy town song by the fucking machine gun fellatio, fellatio. <laughs> and i like i paused it and rewound it because i was like did they just say welcome to pussy town i'm like what the fuck are we talking about so he just goes in and starts fucking murdering people left and right well he grabs a kiss he grabs one of the strippers and starts making out with her against her uh volition well he points to the fucking mistletoe and he like makes out with this chick and he's like yeah it's time to fucking here the, the, then the bouncer at the bar comes over and he's like, hey, buddy, get the fuck out of here. And he, like, grabs a bunch of Christmas lights and, like, chokes this dude to death and then, like, throws him into another bartender that has... He's, like, cutting up limes and it stabs this guy in the chest and he's like, oh, that's oh right, fuck. Yeah. Uh, the preacher guy is like, oh, fuck, I'm out of here. The guy behind the bar and then, like, another dude come and they, like, grab, like, a pickaxe and a shovel off the wall and they go after Goldberg. Okay, yeah, the dude, the dudes who jump up and grab the fucking... The, the Hell family crest weapons or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, why is it up there on a display? What is this? fucking red robin it's like a fucking uh yeah it's like an applebee's there's all the shit on the walls uh yeah they grab these things they start fighting at santa and santa picks up a table and like puts it on his back so the legs are facing these dude and kind of just like fences them with it or some shit um and then knocks them down and so the the legs are on them and then he jumps on top of the table and then like Somebody comes after him and he like jumps onto a woman on a trapeze with her legs open and her boobs out and he fucking yeah. like, sticks his head between her fucking legs and like swings on it. And he like giggles to him so he's like, ah, yeah. And he's like, ah, Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, and then he goes to grab a, str- uh, a, a strip, a stripping pole, basically a dancing pole uh, as a weapon and stops and he says, ugh, grabs, he materializes a bottle of Windex from nowhere sprays this thing down and wipes it and then pulls it from the floor and uses it as a weapon. Like, he spins it around like a bow? Yeah, he's like going full Donatello with it. Yeah, and he just knocks these motherfuckers down and then, like Connor said before, he like stabs this guy through the stomach into like the fucking sound gear and electrocutes him? Is that what happens? He he makes him, he like basically tosses it to this guy who's uh trying to like back away from him and then he basically pushes it from the bottom into the fucking lamp hanging down and the guy gets electrocuted. <laughs> 
And there's like they cut back to like a really a, a pretty decent looking fried fucking dummy of uh, this guy. Um, and as and then he finally goes to leave, I believe. And then he turns around. The best joke in the whole scene. Turns around and pulls out some coal from his pockets breathes on it and he says naughty throws it into the strip club and the strip club burst into flames oh shit i I totally forgot about that i meant the part when he goes outside and the fucking uh reindeer ate the valet oh yeah the bison has eaten the valet and we know that because it has the valet's hat in its mouth we go from santa killing strippers and stripper patrons i guess i would call strip club patrons to uh nick and mac in the living room uh, kind of snuggling, but not really. Just kind of sitting close to each other, and then uh, Grandpa. Yeah, because Nick's like, "Ooh, cooties." <laughs> Grandpa goes to bed, and then I, I don't remember what he says, but Nick says something like, "Like basically, she comments on how his grandpa's died, and he gets like really offended and like ruins it." Max says "Merry Christmas" to him, and then like, "Oh yeah," nobody says anything, but I guess Nick like gets pissed off, and Max like, "Ah shit, sorry about that," and he's like, "Whatever, get out of here." Uh, what, like, my, my, my grandpa's weird, like, like, your dad who, like, kills animals and puts animals all over the place and has guns and stuff? You're fucking weird, bitch. And she's like, you need to grow up, and fucking leaves. And then I was like, oh, they're seeing each other. What the fuck, is she crazy? <laughs> she crazy seeing this fucking wet towel, son of a bitch? You had the same revelation I did, where she's like, when she dropped the relationship line, I was like, they're dating? Yeah, do what now? <laughs> I know hell sucks, but, like, that bad? Well, after she leaves, he's like pouting, and and he goes on the internet, and he goes on hoo <laughs> because because he's afraid that like like this Santa Claus legend is real. Well, he he just looks up the Santa tracker, and yeah, and there's a visual gag here, and I don't know if you guys saw it, but he goes in the gonad chat. Sure did. What is that like a gag for something? I was like, why does this? Santa trackers say gonad. There's a lot of like really bad visual gags in this movie that are usually related to like balls. Like there's a co- police commissioner coming up whose name is like Cock. Yeah. Everyone's name in this movie is lame as shit. They're all like really like like aggressive hard wink at the camera kind of jokes. Yeah, like they name all the strippers because the fucking building goes up kills all the strippers in there and they're like, "Oh, chokes on dick or whatever the fucker name is." <laughs> In a sequence later on where the pre- where the preacher's back in the church, he's saying, like, yeah, let's have a moment of silence for all these wonderful women. Uh, test Tickler, uh, uh, Dixie Chokes. Tits Bodacious or something like that. Like, names that Bart Simpson would call and troll <laughs> Mo with. Like, that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with here. I, I also want to comment on the fact that this kid just goes to bed after this, and then it's Christmas. And I'm sitting here thinking, like... I get that maybe not everybody does something on Christmas, especially this kid if his grandpa hates it so much, but, like, really? You don't do anything on Christmas Eve? You just go to bed? Yeah, and he's also he's obviously gotten Christmas presents before. So why all of a sudden is Grandpa this crazy guy who doesn't fucking do Christmas, like, at all? You can't even say Merry Christmas in his fucking presents, apparently. Also, where are his parents? They don't exist. He's immaculate concepted. Yeah, he was. By Grandpa. Okay, I think I'd like this movie a little more if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> That's so strange, I would love it. Angel Grandpa gave birth to, to Nick Yule. Grandpa, who's my mom? Me. Well, cuts the, cut, you know, Christmas Day and you get the hallelujah, hallelujah, you know, the music playing. And uh, 
Santa runs over someone's nativity scene. He fucking decapitates Jesus. Or no, he decapitates like one of the wise men. Yeah, like a wise man statue and this old couple just watches on. And then it cuts to like these, uh, this this family with these two little shitty kids going, ah, can we open up our motherfucking presents yet? <laughs> Grandpa's like, go ahead, you little bastards. What the fuck? Why was this scene here? I don't know. And what are we insinuating here that... that- Bill Goldberg like placed these presents under the tree. Yeah, like when did when did this happen? I think this is supposed to be like, hey, it's Christmas morning, everybody. But there's not enough shenanigans to signify that. Yeah, and like these two, these this this uh, older couple was watching these two bratty kids open their presents, and then they explode and blow these two kids' heads up like they're fuck. But like, there's no gore or anything. They look like coyote after he had his own like device blow up in his face it's a fucking tex avery cat cartoon sinbad's in the corner like it's a sick world it's a sick world yeah <laughs> it's a homemade explosive device and then like the kids get their heads blown up and pauses and grandma goes fuck <laughs> and then we get, this is when bill goldberg's trucking down the fucking street to the jewish deli oh yeah eugene levy has a fucking brown stain in his pants he kicks the door down to this deli um and then uh the the I don't remember this guy's name. Mr. Green. Mr. Green starts throwing shit at him. I'm not sure what he's throwing at him. It's like little pieces of bread or something. Um, And then the highlight of the film for me, Goldberg runs full speed and spear tackles this guy through the glass deli display. And I don't mean, I don't mean he spears his, I don't mean he spears Mr. Green through the display case. I mean, Bill Goldberg takes his whole body and dives through a display case and then hits Mr. Green. You think he had flashbacks to that limousine injury we were talking about last week? Probably. <laughs> you think that was a stuntman and not Bill going through that through that glass? Yeah, but wrestlers are basically stuntmen, so... No, yeah, but like, you think he's like afraid of it? Like, all right, all right, you sure this is sugar glass, right? Yeah! Oh my god, think about that. I'm sure he was like, you better fucking make sure that's sugar glass. <laughs> well, <laughs> Bill Goldberg would have lacerations to his neck, and he'd probably be fucking dead if it was. And so he, he props up Mr. Green in the wall, picks up a menorah, and stabs him off screen with it. Yep, sticks him right to the fucking wall with it. And he sees his feet quivering, and then... Oh, oh sorry, before that, uh, Mr. Green takes out his necklace, which is the Star of David, and, like, shines it in Bill Goldberg's face or something, and it does nothing. I don't know why it was there, as if he's a vampire. Oh, I'm sorry, that joke comes back later on. (laughs) Oh, God. I can't believe that. I totally forgot about that. Fuck me. Then Goldberg... Santa, whatever you want to fucking call this guy, he uh, he's marching down the fucking sidewalk and he bumps into a bunch of Amish people. <laughs> they're not Amish, they're Hasidic Jews. I know they're Hasidic Jews, but the, every fucking cop in the neighborhood's <laughs> calling them Amish. <laughs> We're holding on these guys for a little while, and it's like, hey, you get it? Uh, get it? Ah, they're Jews. Yeah, Nick goes to the fucking gas station, and fucking Debo shows up. Yeah, what the fuck is Tommy, Tommy Lister's there? And he's like, he's like, Come get knocked out like your father used to. Fucking Zeus shows up in this fucking movie out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Nicholas buys a uh, smoking gum. Oh yeah, that was that 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 money you said that was unbelievably uh, high spent on gum earlier. Yeah, and like Nicholas is like smoking gum. Never heard of that. Haha. <laughs> it's like how the fuck do you know what smoking gum is? Yeah, it's just Nicorette, dude. And he's like, oh, that sounds great. I don't know why this gag is here, or and it's not funny. I don't know why this scene is in the movie. No, and there's like a stupid callback. He's like. He's like, you got any gum? And he's like, uh, no, we're all out. And he's like, 
okay. And then, like, he proceeds to explain, like, yeah, the guy who gives our, who gives our shipments of gum was killed at the titty bar last night. He's It's there so he can hear on the radio that the, the deli owner has been killed. Right, right. Or something like that. But then he runs over, and there's, like, there's no police presence. He just, he just walks right in. Um, uh, checks on Mr. Green, who is still alive long enough to go, there's a Santa. Why is he trying to rip this menorah out of this man's throat? He is doing arguably more damage than Bill Goldberg did just by grabbing that yeah. thing and ripping it. <laughs> he's like wiggling. He's like, wait, Mr. Guy. Why the fuck? Wait, what happened? That is not a point at the end of that menorah. It's a flat little base. And if he were to pull that out, he would take everything in the surrounding area with him. It would be like a bayonet wound. Like everything would come out of this dude's throat. Oh, he's fucking, he's poindexter and some fucking nightsticks through this guy's neck. The cops show up and, and that's where you get that bad Amish joke. He's like, there's a bunch of Amish outside. What's with the Jew? Is this also where they're like, they're looking at the map and they're like, oh, the killings seem to be happening in this shape on the map, but it's a fucking Christmas tree. Oh my god, flashbacks to idle hands. Fucking stupid. Yeah, they 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 bring Nick in for questioning cuz he's there at the cr- at the crime scene cuz they're like, "Oh, we saw Santa Claus." And he and they they uh they bring him in for questioning and he's talking to Captain Cock. This guy's dressed in fucking Santa regalia. He looks drunk. Nick whoops out the clock. He's like, "Look at this. Can you believe it?" And he's like, "What the fuck am I looking at here, Nick?" <laughs> And, he, about and he's that. like, all right, it's, it's going to be uh, Christmas ends at 7 o'clock tonight. And that's when uh, you, you Christmas is over because that's the North Pole. And this is the same time here. And th- this is a plot point that doesn't go fucking anywhere. And he's like, you were talking to your grandfather, weren't you? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, get the fuck out of my <laughs> office, you little shit. <laughs> yeah, I was. As a matter of fact. Yeah, and then Goldberg killed all the cops off screen. Well, he takes a taser to the fucking uh, Captain Cox dick. The one cop is not paying attention, just sitting there eating his fucking yogurt <laughs> no he's got like something like in his throat he's oh dead. he does i thought he yeah. wasn't paying attention no <laughs> uh, i thought he was eating like a fucking ham sandwich or something yeah i thought he was just like i thought he was just oblivious and just let santa walk in there and murder all of his co-workers it's the same guy from baby's day out that like let the baby and all those fucking crooks get in <laughs> at the construction site so yeah so so i don't remember how it gets there but mac and nick are in the fucking car together and uh santa catches up to them they're like driving on the road this is this felt like such like an earnest scared stupid moment to me this seems kind of arbitrarily put together it's like yeah they're driving and then santa shows up he's like i was like he's in the fucking car he's like oh she's like uh max like oh you you know you fucking you know you got the cops following you everywhere and they like pull over and then he's like oh jesus probably fucking officer cockmeat or whatever the fuck that guy's name is and he and it's bill goldberg and he gets out of the car he's like oh shit it's santa hit the fucking gas and uh they start speeding away and bill goldberg's like running after them and he she's like get my dad's gun and he's like oh okay and he pulls a gun and he's like what do i do with it and he's she's like shoot him and he's like it's not loaded she's like all right open it and put a fucking bullet in he's like i don't know how and she's basically just walking him through like opening like this simple ass like one shot shotgun that just cracks open and you just stick a fucking shell in it. Well, meanwhile, Goldberg's jumped into the back of the truck. Goldberg has remarkable cardio is what this tells me. Uh, he ran after this truck and hops right into the bed. <laughs> oh, no, he's got some fucking uh, uh, headless horseman shit going on because he like climbs under the undercarriage and like jumps down. Well, that's why uh, that's why I was like, oh, this is like fucking Ernest Scared Stupid because like right after that, they look back. He's not there and they turn around and he like drops face first on the fucking windshield he's like ha ah, merry christmas who's next 
and then uh, Nick's like, Top Gun! He's like, stop real fast, and then I'll, like, what is it, hit the brakes and then accelerate so it knocks him backwards. Yeah, and he just falls down in the bed. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then, well, actually, I will say, uh, Goldberg then nips up in what is presumably a moving vehicle. I was like, bravo. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> maybe in the context of the movie though santa nips up on a moving vehicle i'm like santa's got some fucking flexibility for being that goddamn big santa's like fucking vigo he could teleport around if he wanted to he chooses to do this shit oh man he's he kind of does he just shows up from place to place to place like there's never a transition of him going anywhere he's just there i just wish he was more like vigo now that you mentioned it i'm like fuck man that would have been great he's like walking around and he's like trailing he's like a giant head at the end fucking ray stan shows up with the goldberg head oh my god See, now you're talking. I want that. Can you imagine a fucking giant Bill Goldberg head just, like, screaming at people? A fucking pit opens to hell, and it's just this gross demon Goldberg head. And he's like, you're all next. And then we shoot him with the fucking, the nutcracker thing. Yeah, uh, so, so yeah, Nick uh, Nick shoots him with a shotgun, and he flies off the truck, and they get away. And, like, this shotgun has done no damage to him, like, at all. There's no wound, there's nothing. There's not even soot. That's because it's, like, uh... You know, it's Christmas. He can't be hurt on Christmas. He's like the immortal. He's like on God mode on fucking Christmas. Yeah. And he just goes around killing people. But like this fucking shotgun, he he like shoots the shotgun inside the cab through the window. First of all, both of you motherfuckers are deaf in the cab. Oh, God. And yeah. this bitch has fucking powder burns all over her fucking side of her face. Yeah. And you both have and you both have tinnitus now. Congratulations. Yeah. And you, you just and she's crashing this truck. There's no way. There's no fucking way this gun's going to go off and she's not going to be affected or him. Also, the glass would have broke. Oh, oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that actually happening. Yeah, because they cut back and the fucking glass is still intact and fucking Goldberg goes flying off the back of the truck. Uh, so they get away and they go to grandpa's house, I, I believe. They're like, oh, my God fucking bill garberg's coming and he's like all right let's go to the basement and then they like lock themselves in oh did, did right. santa follow you here or whatever and he's like oh uh, we don't know and then like carolers come up to the fucking door and max like oh my god i gotta save those people and she fucking runs out of this and runs upstairs like to try to save them but uh she doesn't because goldberg shows up and just starts fucking body slamming people he press slams some woman and tosses her down and she goes jaw first on like a fucking on a bent like a, like a barricade or like the hand railing and it is a glorious edit because like just these like dummy or something head snap all the way backwards and that sound effect is sweet yeah it's really good looking then he like breaks into the fucking house and grandpa's like grab me the tenactin nick goes oh tough acting tenactin what's that gonna do and i'm like was that just like product placement? Because we never, oh yeah, fucking hear it again about the fucking the tough act in Tenacity. There's another scene earlier in the film that we kind of glossed over where uh, Nicholas is in the refrigerator and there's like a POV shot from inside the fridge and you just see like the mug root beer and a fucking Pepsi and it's like then he closes the fridge and it's never mentioned again. It's like okay, they got to check for that. Yeah. Also, who puts fucking spam in the refrigerator? So he's got like this fucking like James Bond ass fucking again like Connor said the fucking Bat Cave. They're like down there and Goldberg's trying to bust down the door. And they, like, go inside this furnace-looking fucking thing, and they, like, transport themselves to the garage. Or something, yeah. Um, And then they have snowmobiles, and Grandpa's like, get on the snowmobiles and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Uh, so as they're getting ready for this, this is when Grandpa gets run over by a reindeer. He sure does. Well, he's standing there, he's standing there, like, arguing with Santa Claus about, oh, yeah, I've waited a thousand years. And then uh, the reindeer just fucking creeps up on him with fucking uh, the sled and everything, just runs him over. Yeah, yeah, Grandpa didn't hear 
the flying bison covered in bells coming at him. Yes, yeah, seriously. And then Bill Goldberg's like, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Oh, who's next? <laughs> Uh, and and then we get an overlong chase sequence where it's them on the snowmobile, um, and every ten seconds they hit a ramp, and there's a shot of the thing flying overhead. Oh my fucking god! It, they hit ramps left. This whole city is like a Tony Hawk course. It's just ramps and ramps and ramps and ramps. <laughs> fucking Wave Race sixty four all over again. Yeah, um, it's like fucking jet, it's like Jet Moto. There's just stuff everywhere you can do tricks off of. And the compositing is so fucking bad for this sleigh flying through the air. Oh yeah, and he's dropping like present bombs on them oh my god this fucking part they like drive through a bunch of dudes like skeet shooting oh my god that was a weird one so like the clay pigeons like crashing into their fucking jet ski jet ski yeah you know what i mean so they, they like blow through these fucking people that are like skeet shooting and they're like oh we should we should you know go back to them later and they're like driving away and then they're like again they're like banking off all these fucking ramps and shit and then they get into town and they're like we gotta get off the main road and they fucking jump they like launch off this fucking snowbank and like land on a top of a fucking car and like blow the fucking windows out and shit it's like crazy tax yeah I'm like what the fuck are we doing it's a Tony Hawk course everything gives you points so Santa Goldberg like sees like the center it's like Santa Goldberg Santa Goldberg (laughs) (laughs) there's like a center of town it looks like fucking Whoville gathering around the fucking tree. And, uh, you know, they're fucking bahurahing. And uh, he's like, I'm going to fucking run you down. You have this fucking scene where he's coming in with the sleigh and he hits, like, the turbos on it, like, fucking Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah, and he burns the fucking tree down. And then he, like, goes after the preacher. And the preacher's, like, pushing these women out of the way. They're, like, holding bells because they're going to, like, sing some kind of, like, carols or some shit. And he goes, out of my way, skanks. When's the last time you you fucking heard that word and then he like fucking so the bison like hits the preacher and he like does a backflip into the fucking sleigh and he's like and he's like hey you bill goldberg he's like yup and he fucking punches him in the face and knocks him out i'd like to say it was more complicated than that but it's really not no it's not <laughs> yeah he just makes it he makes a quip about him dressed as santa and then just knocks him out and like kidnaps him for reasons literally with no payoff and i'm not sure why it's there it's not like you're my new helper now because i think i saw like a, a picture from the movie that specifically puts that guy with Bill Goldberg somewhere. Because it's a funny picture for publicity photos. Uh, so then, like, Mac and Nick run to a, a gym? School? Something? The high school, I guess. And then he's, like, trying to break the window, and he, like, takes a jacket and, like, punches it and, like, breaks his fucking hand. And... Max like find something else to break it with and he's like trying to pick up a fucking bike rack and I'm like really man what are you doing and then she smashes it with and then she smashes it with the fucking the helmet that they were one of the helmets they were wearing and then she's like help me up this motherfucker can barely lift this fucking five pound little girl and like puts her feet first into it instead of like on her stomach like on her back I'm like that is the most awkward way to get into one of those fucking windows because it's like those it's like those little windows at school that like you pull the latch open and they open and they're like oblong they're like rectangle like at the bottom right right and there's like shattered glass and he's like i'm gonna have to touch i'm gonna have to push you from the top and she's like you could touch my boobs you fucking douche like you i'm you always can make me make the first move and she like puts his fucking hands on her boobs and and he pushes her through the window um he has a flashlight for some reason that's supposed to be relevant i don't know why yeah he like clicks it on well he makes 
he 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 makes like a plan. They're like, we can't just stay here the whole time. We either got to fucking be on the offensive or the defense. And if we're going to be the defensive, then we hide out here and we wait for St. Nick to come. And then we trick him until the sun goes down or whatever in fucking Greenland. Suddenly he decides that like he wants to be useful. He's been a putz this entire film. And now he's like, I got a plan. It's like, why are you? You didn't earn this. Pipe down. And his offensive plan is to fucking go back to the guys that are uh, the, 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 the fucking guys that were shooting skeet. That they ran over. Yeah. And he, they're going to lure Santa back there and then shoot him? Yeah. And, and, and during all this planning and fucking scheming, Santa's decided to take the fucking gloves off and he takes his uh, jacket off. And now he's just marching around in this, like, sweaty-looking undershirt. What the fuck is the point of this? Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's in his fucking... He's got suspenders and under armor on or some shit like that. He looks like Big Show and Jingle All the yeah. Way. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's ridiculous Yeah, looking. he kind of does. And then like this, they have some kind of chase and it ends up on, uh, like, the hockey rink. This fucking, this asshole, the Bill Goldberg grabs, like, a fucking bomb present and, like, climbs up the side of the high school and then goes down a brick stack chimney whatever to get in. And then, but he doesn't do anything with this present, and I thought he was going to, like, throw it down something and, like, blow up the fucking school, but he doesn't do that. Then he, like, goes down the chimney. Then he's, like, walking through the fucking hallways, and they, like, and uh, Nick and Mac, like, fucking come out, and, uh... Bill Goldberg has like this fucking oh no he has the present he opens the present and it's like a glowing fucking candy cane yeah and he's like he's like oh I'm gonna give this to you and uh he just drops it on the ground and they run away and it's never heard from again he goes who's your daddy yes he does Yes, he sure does. That's right. What was he insinuating? He was going to shove that fucking candy cane up somebody's ass? It was like a glow-in-the-dark fucking dill. Like, what is? what was that? Was it made out of plutonium? Like, what are we going for here? I don't know. It was uh, kryptonite. He was gearing up for his rematch with Superman? Like, what the... <laughs> Merry Christmas, soups. Who's next? Give me that movie, Santa's Slay 2 versus Superman. Well, you know, he might even have Superman's powers because the very next scene he has a fucking eye laser, apparently, of, like, his face projection that he shoots at these two kids. Oh, no, he's spitting fucking hot coals out of his mouth? Santa's powers are very ambiguous. I'm just I'm just picturing that scene, you know, while they're, while they're filming it. They're just going to Bill Goldberg, and, and they're like, all right, this whole movie just kind of had to uh, come up with up to people and, and kill them with Christmas themed items. This time, just uh, make a weird face, and we're gonna digitally uh, add this thing that's not gonna really do anything. Do you have any ideas, Bill? He's like, my face shoots at them. Yeah, and it's such a throwaway thing, and it's like, what the fuck? He can spit shit at people now. I'm like, what the fuck is this horse shit? So they run out of the uh, the school, and the, the, the yeah. I guess there's a fucking hockey rink attached to this because guess what? We're shooting in fucking Winnipeg, Canada, this whole fucking movie, and then he's magically on a fucking Zamboni and he starts driving after them. Yeah, no one sees him or hears this thing because, like, by the time they realize he's there, he's within feet of murdering them with it. Yeah. He's just there. Like, they're like, were you paying attention at all? And they're having, it's all while they're having some other, like, kind of relationship spat. Yeah. Nicholas stands up, shines the flashlight, into Goldberg's face, and he just puts his hand up and goes, I'm Santa, not a fucking vampire. No, he says, I'm Santa, not fucking Dracula, is what he says. Was the light a UV light? Like, I don't know what this meant. I don't know what to think. It's just fucking stupid. All I know is this, the, the, the murder of these annoying characters was halted by a, a religious curling, uh... 
whatever the fuck that thing is called. The 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 holy curling puck? Yeah. Yeah, he, like, wedges it underneath the Zamboni and just stops moving. He, like, but he, like, throws it from behind, and the Zamboni just stop. Zamboni just stops. The reveal is, there's Grandpa. Grandpa's an angel. Grandpa's the angel who beat Santa. And he's wearing his best uh, formal wear, uh, his pajamas again. They're, but they're all white. Yeah, he, like, Gandalf the whites in the fucking corner, and he's, like, glowing with a fucking halo. I'm Grandpa the white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we attack at dawn, uh, and then they have they have a fucking rematch uh, with the curling thing. Why? I don't know. Like it's, it, it's the same shit. Santa opens up the fucking the the, the hellhole, and they go to have a curling match, uh, and they have more expository nonsense. Uh, and then I think doesn't Grandpa go first? Yeah, this time this time Grandpa goes first because Satan Satan Santa's just basically like I'm I'm making the rules this time like because I got, he feels like he got cheated the last time. Uh, Grandpa's like, how'd you find how'd you find me, Santa? You know, I you said you said you said you'd go to hell and back to find me, and he's like, well, it was easy, cause look at this, and he pulls out a fucking note out of his pocket, and he's like, dear Santa. All I want for Christmas is an easy bake oven. Sign Nicholas Yule, 425 Cocksmoke Street in fucking Helltown, and that's how I found your angel grandpa. The most roundabout way possible. But like earlier in the movie, Nicholas complains that he wanted the Optimus Prime, and all he got was like the the easy bake oven. So like, why are you telling this stupid lie? Like, what is this like to make you look more macho to this girl? Because because Nicholas is a bad person. Yeah, and also you get in a fucking Castle Grayskull. Like you're a decade too late, dude. So they have this exchange, uh, and then the the curling match resumes. And Grandpa goes first this time, and then doesn't Santa just grab Grandpa the f- by the seat of his pants and just throw him across the ice into the hellhole? Sure does. I was actually kind of into that, because I'm just like... I was. I kind of liked that. That was funny. I'm like, Santa hasn't put up with any shit this whole movie, and he's really going to do this again? Yeah, but then, like, okay, so then th- we're like, oh, fuck, Grandpa's dead. Who's going to save us? And he turns around, and uh, Nick's like, oh, look at this. And he's like, what? And he's like, it's clock, and it, the time's up, and in Greenwich, it's fucking midnight, man. Christmas is over, dude. Goldberg breaks into full-on edutainment. <laughs> he's like, actually, at the polls is where all time zones converge. Pushes his fucking glasses up. Yeah, and then, like, Mac even goes like, wow, he's scary and educational. Yeah, and then the last thing he says is like, so what that means, you dumb motherfuckers, is that... Christmas is over when I say it's over. Who's next? <laughs> Jackhammer's all around. I would have died if he jackhammered that fucking grandpa into that hellhole. <laughs> I was about to say, if he jackhammered grandpa into the hellhole, this movie would have been a fucking A+. I would have gave it an extra five points for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, I don't know. Doesn't Nicholas pull the, the nutcracker out of his pocket? Uh, he call, He basically calls... Santa Goldberg's bluff, and he, like, shoots him with the fucking nutcracker thing because Grandpa slipped it in his bag, and he shoots a fucking chestnut into his chest, and the kid goes, chest nut, question mark, and then Bill Goldberg falls down, and he's, like, bleeding? I don't understand this effect at all, because it just looks like Bill Goldberg's nipple is just exposed on his shirt, and that's it. <laughs> It almost looked like he had, like, orange blood or something. There's, like, a weird burn marker. I don't know what the fuck this is supposed to do. He's bleeding, and it's supposed to mean that, like, he's mortal again because he's not in god mode anymore because Christmas is over, I guess. Yeah, they hit him, and then they just fucking run away. Well, they save, they save Angel Grandpa. Oh, yeah, he's not dead. I, I, I would have actually 
preferred if he just died because that's just incredibly morbid. It would have made the entire it would have made the entire gag even funnier if he's just like, let's have our epic rematch. Nope, psych, and just dumps his ass into hell and wipes his hands clean of the entire situation. Like that's what he should have done. But no, they save him. They save Grandpa. They pull him out of the hell hole and then it closes. Yeah, they save him from the fucking shitty CGI thing, and then he fucking drops a goddamn uh, curling thing down the fucking hole and then it freezes over would you say hell froze over joe oh you're fired (sighs) (laughs) it should have came out of grandpa's mouth but it didn't (laughs) he should have like and that's how hell froze over hey merry christmas santa runs away in his fucking sleigh i I think yeah in the zamboni yeah let me see if i get this straight (laughs) how this fucking unfolds here yeah Good luck. They leave the school and they're like, all right, let's go to the back to the skeet shooter guys or whatever. Now, it's the middle of the night now. It's dark. You're not skeet shooting in the dark. I'm sorry. Anyway, they're still there. Mac and Nick find this group of people and one of them happens to be her brother and... He's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? That's my sister in Nick or whatever. And he's like, oh, guys, uh, uh, have I got a deal for you? And he talks to this fucking, like, Native American guy who has, like, one of those fucking voice box that talks like this because he smoked too many fucking cigarettes. And they're like, they're like, he's like, you guys are never going to fucking believe this, man, but the fucking bird deer is coming. You're going to get your chance. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you know, the fucking blind buck, man. And they're like, oh, and the audience are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Ha- have either of you ever played the Terminator 2 arcade game? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It looks better than the effect of this reindeer <laughs> flying towards these men as they, they fucking get their guns ready. It, this looks like a crude fucking uh, clip art that's been s- fucking superimposed into a night sky. Well, here's the thing. He's like, oh, the bird deer. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he's like, I'm going to call it. And then he whistles. And then the fucking reindeer comes with Bill Goldberg on it or just the bison? It's just the bison. Okay. From a- appears it looks like santa's coming at them from the sky and then all these assholes open fire uh and then you hear and then a fucking (laughs) i did enjoy this uh and a fucking rocket comes out of nowhere and blows up the fucking sleigh and everybody gets fucking rained on and there's some dude in a fucking black and white uh, snow jumpsuit holding a fucking bazooka. Uh, and then it's it's fucking maxed out. He's like, oh, I just got this fucking rocket launcher for Christmas from the fucking Indian that's got a voice box. And he's like, yeah, I gave it to him because I sold a lung. And and he's like, yeah, and I got your vocal cords. Yeah, he's like, it only cost me a lung because like he like saved up a bunch of cigarette, like the little points on the cigarette boxes and fucking sent away for it or something. This was so stretched out and convoluted. Like, it, it'd be funny if you just left it at the fact that the, he, someone had a bazooka at a skeet shooting range like that that's funny enough in the middle of the night that's a that's actually a pretty objectively funny like right like like second amendment gag like everybody has the right to bear arms including bazookas at a skeet shooting range yeah so let's get this straight real quick um this thing this this bison is obliterated it has blown into a million pieces don't we like dissolve into a crime the crime scene yeah you have you have the pastor which we finally get a name for him pastor simmons basically impaled through the fucking flagpole like 
think back at the high school not really sure on that one yeah something yeah and they're like oh he was a psycho santa after all it's like even though several eyewitness accounts can confirm that that's not the same guy there's like more bad jokes where it's like ah he fucking he's impaled on the pole some kind of joke oh he gets like the guy has like a saw he's like oh we gotta we gotta saw that that north pole because he's impaled on the north pole ha 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 wink guy with a fucking bone saw for god's sakes yeah they're all laughing at this guy's corpse yeah like what the fuck they're all laughing at this corpse of a pastor everybody <laughs> i mean i know it's supposed to be like goofy and funny but it's just stupid like it's not we, we we this movie has overstayed its welcome by this point and we just keep on fucking going and then uh then they all have a hearty laugh and then like the fucking skeet shoot team pulls up with the bison who's considerably smaller now was it was once the size of the fucking truck they're pulling up in but now it's just the size of the hood because that's what it's tied to yeah that fucking thing should be a fucking grease spot it's <laughs> yeah. like like there's shit all over the place matt matt goes to nick like oh aren't you gonna tell them that that's not the real santa that killed everybody and he's like well you know we beat the curse like he's got to go back anyway like he's gone anyway he's dead because they all think that they blew up santa he's like not my problem yeah he's like fuck it he's not after me anymore spoilers you didn't yeah they they finally make out and it's you know nick makes the move and blah and mac is gonna presumably marry this fucking wet sandwich and it's awkward and then we dissolve to fucking bill goldberg in full fucking west coast choppers regalia <laughs> at the fucking airport oh no this is what i think bill goldberg wears in his day-to-day they just gave him a big white beard but again like he's like i'm not i'm not going out there without my west coast choppers gear on it's just not happening and then there's a joke about a sack as in a testicle sack uh and uh and then he boards a flight from winnipeg to the north pole uh, apparently there was a post-credit scene i didn't know that because i didn't stick around that long oh you missed it. Oh, I watched it. I sure did. Uh, Santa is seen looking over his naughty list, and he looks at the camera and says, Who's next? He sure does. I, I fucking watched it. Yeah. Who's next? You know who's next? My fist up Goldberg's ass. Because <laughs> fuck this fucking movie. I would pay pay-per-view prices to watch that happen, Sean. <laughs> I'll get my rubber gloves. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they want to pay me to do that. I'm fucking game, Connor. Don't, don't <laughs> pretend I wouldn't be. That paycheck is worth the beating. I would pay forty nine ninety five to see Sean stick his hand up Bill Goldberg's ass. <laughs> we both sit down like we're we're shocked that he actually does it. I'm a nice check in the mail. I hope. <laughs> I don't know, Jr. He's got the glove. He's going in. Uh, yeah, this movie is fucking trash. All right, so so this month we're doing trashing through the snow, and um, and wouldn't you know it, we're gonna compare all of the films this month to presents under our Christmas tree. This movie is an easy bake oven for me. <laughs> <laughs> you see the commercial, you see that you see the kids like cooking fucking brownies and cakes and shit, and you're like, that's awesome, and then you get it. And and you're you're making the you're making the cake. You're mixing up the batter, and you're like, "Wow, this is great! I'm having a great time!" And you put it in the fucking cup, and you put it in the little bake oven, and you turn the timer on. You're like, "This is gonna be so good, man! I cannot wait! This is so fun!" And then the fucking thing dings, and you take out the cake, and you eat it, and it tastes like shit. And uh, it was a complete waste of time. And that's basically how I feel about this movie. Uh, this is every time I went to my grandma's house on my mom's side after having like a bodacious Christmas at home, and just getting box after box after box after box of clothes I would never fucking wear. <laughs> this is this is the equivalent of getting a gift you know came from someone who probably doesn't give a shit, but here it is anyway. Happy Christmas. <laughs> We're 
already pulling the clothes card here, guys. Specifically from Grandma. I definitely, uh, th- this is a gift for me that it's it, it's something you asked for, f- you know, from your parents or a relative that's a very specific item, <laughs> but they, they totally buy the wrong thing because they just don't get it. The bootleg version? Yeah, exactly. They get you they get you the superhero squad just as friends society. <laughs> you you open up the gift and you look at it and you're like, this isn't the fucking Yu Yu Hakusho Game Boy game I wanted, I wanted the other one. <laughs> but you gotta grin and smile and say thank you, cause it's there and then you play it for ten hours and it's horrible and a waste of time, but you know, they bought it for you, you wanna be gracious and uh, you know, might be a personal anecdote of mine, might not be. That's for you guys to judge. Uh, that's this movie. This isn't Shadows of the Empire. This is Masters of Terror Kasai. Yeah, exactly. This is Revengers Endless Tussle and you get the incredible you get the <laughs> you get the incredible fella. Holy shit. It's uh you know, it's it's all with good intentions cuz I you know, this movie is funny in spots for sure. But it just as a whole, it's a fucking stinker. Yeah, the big problem is they, they, they shoot that wad right at the beginning and you're like, okay, this is fun. I can have a good time. And then it just, you know, right after we get to the deli, it's just like, that was the point where it was just like, all right, I'm fucking done. Like, I don't need any more of this shit. It's not fun anymore. It's just fucking slogging. And it's like, can we get it on with it already? Yeah, this movie never achieves the heights that the opening stretch does. And that's really unfortunate because the opening stretch is pretty fun. Um, but this movie doesn't have any gore, this movie doesn't have any laughs, um, there's a novelty effect to seeing a pro wrestler play Santa Claus who's murdering people, but that's really about it, and that charm really wears out pretty fast. Yeah, you should see this movie one time and be like, oh, I saw that fucking movie with Bill Goldberg as a killer Santa. I'd rather watch Doom over this. Oh, oh, for sure, that's a way better time. (laughs) I saw somebody comment on your thing and they were like, that's the best horror horror holiday or Christmas horror movie I've ever seen, and I'm like, dude, you are deprived because there are such (laughs) better ones out there. Like, the staple, obviously, Silent Night, Deadly Night, or, or Black Christmas. Like, those are such fucking... Well, Black Christmas is legitimately Good. amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night is just fucking fun because it's Killer Santa Claus. Uh... And it's also a good movie, but not as good as Black Christmas. Like, this movie definitely plays it a lot more for laughs. It's just not... None of those laughs really land, or not many of them do. And I get it. That's the point. It's satirical or whatever, and it's supposed to be goofy and yada, yada, yada. But we all know that fucking when you make a bad movie and make it bad, it's shit. And that's the fucking, that's the kiss of death for this fucking movie. Because, like, you either go full throttle or you don't make the movie. And they fucking, they kick it up to 11 in the beginning, and then it just takes a shit. Yeah, and, like, one of the things that we keep coming across when we come across, like, a bad horror movie in general is... is the total lack of teeth and uh like there's no there's no gore there's no ta- there's no pizzazz there's nothing it's just no. fucking it's so plain like it's gore and horror films is kind of like topping kind of need it it's it's unless it's you, in the rare time that you make a very good PG-13 horror film I, I wouldn't even say I need it per se but when when it's a slasher movie and it's all about killing people like that that's the draw of the film when it's a slasher film and like that's one of the few things you can rely on. It's not there. It's just, it's so disappointing. Again, if you're not going to take it, ser- like, if you're not going to play it straight and you're going to play it goofy, like, you need to fucking, you need to go all the way with it or else it's not satisfying. It, like, it never is satisfying enough because your fucking jokes aren't that funny. I mean, there's, like, a couple good gags, but, like, that's it. Um, I don't know. It, j- it just never really blooms in- into what it needed to be. It's just kind of like, it, like, it stops itself almost. 
So that's it. That's Santa's Sleigh from 2005, directed by David Steinman. If you want some more bad movie goodness, you can check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Follow us at Movie Dumpster on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also check out our sister podcast, The Phantom Zone, hosted by our very own Connor McGraw. You can find them at phantomzonepodcast.wordpress.com. I'm Joe Lascola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor McGraw. Thanks for visiting the dumpster. I'm Santa Claus, not fucking Dracula! 